special counsel legal team. However, those conflicts do not prevent them from assisting the president in other legal matters. Marlis Majerus, Washington. The National Rifle Association is pushing back against March for Our Lives rallies. In a video posted on NRA TV, having a good person with a gun against a bad person with a gun is being put forward. Take the millions of dollars going to this carnival of a march and hire armed guards in schools all over this country. But then these kids would have to shrink from the spotlight and go back to their homework. On Fox News Sunday, March organizer Cameron Kasky disputed they're in for a name. The fact that they're saying that all we want out of this is for people to know our names, they have no idea how much each of us would give for it to be February 13th again. Kasky adds that if there's no ban on assault weapons by members of Congress, the march has generated voter registrations from participants. Christopher Cruz, Washington. I'm Ann Cates. The national debt is now over $20 trillion. What happens next? Rising inflation drops in the dollar's value. Some experts say another crash is coming. You can fight this, not with stocks or bonds, but with gold and silver coins in an IRA from Augusta Precious Metals. Call 855-858-5807 and learn how an IRA backed by physical gold and silver can hedge against inflation. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now at 855-858-5807 and get a free gold IRA guide. Call 855-858-5807. The national debt is now over $20 trillion. What happens next? Rising inflation drops in the dollar's value. Some experts say another crash is coming. You can fight this, not with stocks or bonds, but with gold and silver coins in an IRA from Augusta Precious Metals. Call 855-858-5807 and learn how an IRA backed by physical gold and silver can hedge against inflation. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now at 855-858-5807 and get a free gold IRA guide. Call 855-858-5807. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, good afternoon. It's Carol Stanley here on KLAY 1180. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game? Oops. <laughs> We're so glad to be here uh, with you today. And you know what? It's just a beautiful Sunday, Palm Sunday day. And I'm just thrilled to be here with you again. It, it's such a joy to share on uh, Sunday afternoons. And you know, this this kind of a season that we're rolling into, this is Holy Week or this is Passion Week, depending on, on how you choose to, to perceive it, but it's such a great week to be so mindful of what Jesus has done for us. It's just, uh, it's, it's a marvel, and I just love, love, love the fact that Easter is my favorite of, of all the celebrations that go on in a year. Easter is my favorite because it's the essence of what Christianity is all about. It's the essence. You know, Jesus did die, but he did raise, and he was with people for another 40 days, and there's all kind of historical uh, documentation of that. People over the years have tried to prove it wrong. Uh, Lee Strobel is one that, you know, just did his darndest, and there's been others too, to prove it wrong, and guess what? He became a strong believer because he found out, oops, it's true. <laughs> it's really true, and those of us who who have accepted Christ into, into our lives and we feel his wonderful presence, 
It's just amazing. So like always, I want to share with you today's reading from Jesus Calling. That's my favorite devotional of all the ones I have. Jesus Calling is my favorite, written by Sarah Young. And you know what? It's The reason it's my favorite is that it's like Jesus talking to me. I mean, he, he's talking to me, but it's like he's reading my mail. Oh, my goodness. So this is what today says. Let thankfulness temper all your thoughts. A thankful mindset keeps you in touch with me. I hate it when my children grumble, casually despising my sovereignty. Thankfulness is a safeguard against this deadly sin. Furthermore, a grateful attitude becomes a grid through which you perceive life. Gratitude enables you to see the light of my presence shining on all your circumstances. Cultivate a thankful heart, for this glorifies me and fills you with joy. And it's taken from 1 Corinthians 10.10, which says this, And do not grumble, as some of them did, and were killed by the destroying angel. You know, and that's, of course, referring back to uh, what happened in Exodus, what happened early on when the Israelites were leaving Egypt, and they did get out there in the desert, and they started grumbling, and uh, my goodness, anyway. So, therefore, and this is now Hebrews 12, 28 and 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. I love that. Our God is a consuming fire. He is all in all. But, you know, the attitude of thankfulness the attitude of being grateful is so powerful. When you wake up and you think about all the things you're thankful for, it totally shifts your head, but it shifts your body as well into a positive state. And that's very valuable because we all need help staying in a positive mindset uh, regardless. I mean, you know, we wake up to a, a culture in a world that's pretty pretty grim sometimes and if you flip on the news oh my goodness right it takes you right down so being thankful in fact there's a, a wonderful old saying that says this if you wake up let's see how does this go you whatever you're thankful for today you will wake up with tomorrow meaning think about if whatever I'm thankful for today is what I'm gonna wake up with tomorrow so if I'm not thankful for my husband, for my children, for my grandchildren, for my home, for everything God's given me, I could wake up without it. <laughs> Just think about that. It's very, it's a powerful question to ask ourselves because it reminds us of the importance of being thankful and letting gratitude rule our lives. So, so important. I also want to share with you uh, a couple of things today. I want to share with you a song from one of my later albums called uh, Love Them While You Can. And the reason I want to share that with you today is that the guest we have in studio today is such a lovely woman who is all about loving on and helping seniors. And so let's, let's go right to and play Love Them While You Can.
while we can. I love that piece of music. Ah, it just touches my heart. And I want to share with you, uh, again, because this all leads into the discussion we're going to have in a few minutes. It's 
March 24th, actually it's yesterday's Jesus Calling, but it's such a lovely one because it says this, this is a time in your life when you must learn to let go of loved ones, of possessions, of control. In order to let go of something that is precious to you, you need to rest in my presence where you are complete. Take time to bask in the light of my love. As you relax more and more, your grasping hand gradually opens up, releasing your prized possession into my care. You can feel secure even in the midst of cataclysmic changes through awareness of my continual presence. The one who never leaves you is the same one who never changes. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. As you release more and more things into my care, remember that I never let go of your hand. Herein lies the security which no one and no circumstance can ever take away from you. I love that scripture. Uh, I mean, this, this whole reading is taken from uh, Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, Lord, who walk in the light of your presence, Psalm 89, 15. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's out of Hebrews. And Isaiah says this, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Such an important message. Uh, you know, as we as we get older and as our parents and our loved ones get older, we do have to learn to let go of their hands into the Lord's hand. We have to let go of trying to control things and control life. And that's, that's a tough one for us as human beings. Would you not agree? It is a tough thing, but it's so important to learn to let go and let God. Let the Lord Take your hand, hold you while you are in the process of dealing with elder, elder loved ones in your life. And as we become elders, I mean, my goodness, we have to let go of all kinds of stuff. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back. So come on back. Got a great rest of the show. That's in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine. 
train with brilliance. There is a place where seniors can go to meet with advisors on a one-to-one basis to educate and help them find viable solutions in their retirement years. That place is Savvy Senior Strategies. They provide tips, tools, and strategies to help your dollar go further and to help make preparations for the future. Everything from housing to medical issues and so much more. Proactive planning is essential to peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Contact Savvy Senior Strategies today at SavvySeniorStrategies.com. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch. Well, we're back, and I hope you've got your tea all warmed up and you're ready to go. Uh, Just sit back and relax because we have a wonderful interview for you today. I am sitting here in studio with Tammy Rutledge of Senior Sav, or pardon me, Savvy Senior Strategies. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you, Carol. Yeah, it's so good to have you here. So, you know what? I just, I had such a good time sitting and getting to know you the other day. It was such a joy because I love your heart. I love where you're coming from, and I love what you do to help seniors. So, I want you to go back to, in the beginning, right, where your grandparents and learning about caregiving all started. My grandfather had polio when he was 25. Wow. And he actually uh, was in Warm Springs, Georgia for nine months with for rehabilitation. And uh, by the time I came along, he had already been uh, in a wheelchair pretty much for 12 years. Wow. But um, I got to learn, you know, how to take care of uh, someone who's quadriplegic, how to put their braces on, how to help them in and out of the wheelchair, things like that. So it gave me, I really had a heart for caring for seniors and, you know, life's tragedies at a young age and my grandparents were just always really special to me. Oh that's great. You know and you had the blessing of having grandparents. Many people today don't have that privilege of having grandparents around or ones that they've gotten to know. Uh, You know I always say grandparents are God's uh, safety net, right? Absolutely. They're that redundancy in families the way it's you know, the way it should be, redundancy so that if something happens or, or, you know, the mom and dad need help or whatever, the grandparents are there, you know, so there is always safety and security and love for those kids. And, you know, sometimes I feel like in our culture today, some of that's getting kind of torn apart, which (laughs) kind of breaks my heart. So, okay, so you were, okay, so grandpa was in a wheelchair, right? Mm -hmm. And all right, so then tell me about after high school. Well, I, I would come up during the summers and then spend summers with my grandparents. Um, and so my grandma, she was so brave. She learned how to drive a trailer and take my grandpa and I, you know, like Colorado, Utah, Idaho, clear up to Canada. Um, and after high school, I came up to visit them and I decided to stay um, and actually ended up getting married. And so, <laughs> and uh, our, our my husband... Um, his family and my grandparents, they all go back, way back before we were ever even thought of. So our families have uh, known each other long before we did. So it's kind of a cool history. That's super, yeah. And so what happened at age 19? 
I started working um, right out of high school for a company called Sunset Life Insurance Company in Tumwater. Didn't know anything about life insurance uh, or anything for that matter, um, but I ended up working there 19 years, and that's kind of how I got started in the insurance industry. wasn't really something I was looking to do, but God has a way of taking our life experiences and then maybe down the line using them to help in other areas of life. He sure does. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, at any of us, as we look back, you know, we can see his hand. When we're going through it, we don't always recognize. But when we look back, oh, yeah, we can see his hand. So a twist of fate and a miracle. You want to share that? When Sunset Life closed, our parent company closed us in 1999. And that year um, was a particularly difficult year for me personally. And I had a lot of loss and tragedy that happened that year. Um, one of the things that happened uh, was I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and then oh. my mother dropped dead two months after oh my that. Goodness. <gasps> and then Daddy. my grandmother came down with cancer six months after I did. So my grandmother and I actually t did cancer treatment together side by side at uh, the Cancer Treatment Center in Olympia. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wow, so you lost your mom. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Was that a heart attack? What was that? We don't know. Oh, we don't know. Mm -mm. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, it's, yeah. Yeah. But my grandma and I, we've been through a lot together. And like I said, chemotherapy side by side was pretty, pretty unusual. Well, and intense. Holy mackerel. Mm -hmm. But at least, you know, isn't that interesting? Because grandma understood what you were going through, and so did you. You, right. you got it. First right. time basis. Yeah. yeah. And um, the cool thing about, if there is a cool thing about the story, I guess, is um, my husband and I, we had been married for um, 29 years at that point, and we had never been able to have any children. And after breast cancer, they didn't think we'd be able to have a baby, but uh, we were able to have a baby. Oh, wow. That's mm -hmm. another miracle. Mm -hmm. So she's our miracle. And uh, so uh, I, I worked part-time while Victoria was growing up. And then about the time she started school full-time, I thought, okay, this is a good time to start back to work full-time. And that's where I ended up getting my insurance license and working for a friend of mine. Aha, that's great. But right. if, but my grandma was starting to go downhill at that mm -hmm. point, and uh, she re recognized it and decided that she should sell her house, um, which I was glad she decided because I knew she needed to, but I didn't want to be the one to make the decision. Sure, sure. So she made the decision to sell her house, and she made the decision like on Mother's Day, and by uh, June it was sold. It, it sold very quickly. Wow, that is quick, yeah. And we moved yeah. her into an assisted living um, place in Olympia, and I think the hardest part for me was packing up her house yeah. because that was my childhood memories that I packed up, oh, wow. and I cried for like two weeks straight. Just You know, I, yeah, I had to do that for my mom and dad, and it was, that was the house I grew up in, and so I, I totally understand what, what you mean when you say that you cried for two weeks. It's really heart-wrenching to pack up your, your family's home, because mm -hmm. for me, I, my mom had Alzheimer's, and I knew that I, she could never come back to the house once it was packed up. Yep. That would have broken her heart. Yeah. So, you know, we, yeah, as I, Mike and I were packing her home up, my brother, you know, met us then. Uh, he had them up in um, his summer home in Flagstaff, and then he brought them down to the airport, 
and I met them there, and we flew them up to where I am. Yeah, and oh man, but I know that's a tough, tough duty thing. It really is. It's a hard one. Um, yeah. So, tell me about. So you were kind of uh, here. You were now. Grandma's in an assisted living, right? And so you have a, a little girl, and you have a grandma to care for, mm -hmm. not someone like, like other sandwich families. Right. Okay. And so, all right. So tell me tell me about the A, 80 and 8. So actually, I kind of got the, the, the numbers wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> when grandma was living at the assisted living, we started noticing that things were, she, she wasn't um, doing very well, and she's, Sometimes she wouldn't know who I was, or yeah. she was making really poor decisions. Like she'd be writing checks, giving away money to charities, and getting all kinds of um, spam mail and people calling her. And so, um, and she also got lost driving home one day. So we had to, you know, mm -hmm. take her car away, and that was really difficult. And of course, then it puts more pressure on me because then I have to do all her errands, doctor appointments, grocery shopping, you know, everything. So it kind of got to a point when she started wandering off from the facility during the day looking for her parents that we oh, wow. knew we had to do something. Sure, sure. Wow. So how did the eight, was that your daughter's age at the time? Yes. I'm assuming. Yes. So <laughs> okay. my husband is so wonderful and if it wasn't for him um he asked me what I thought about us moving grandma in with us and I I never would have asked him but I said are you sure and he's like I couldn't put your grandma in a facility I've known your grandma my whole life so we we moved her in and I we fixed her up a room and we made it as you know with her own surroundings so that it looked like home to her and at that point, she was 88, and my daughter was 8. So 88 and 8. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. at first, I was excited that she moved in with us because for a lot of reasons. One, it was going to help me not have to be running around so much, you know. Plus, I would know when she ate. I would, you know, I could wash her clothes with our clothes. I could feed her with us, you know. Right. I could yeah. be more control of her situation. Boy, I get that because I loved having my mom and dad in our home uh, for five years until my health went down the tube. But, but I, I totally understand what you're saying. It was so wonderful to have them there, mm -hmm. to have them just, you know, on property where I could just go love on them anytime yeah. I, I wanted to. That was, that was really special. And, uh, and it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life when I had to place mom. Oh, my mm -hmm. God, that was hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hard. Um, in the first couple of days, it was like the honeymoon, and it was like a sleepover, and yeah, yeah, Grandma yeah. would come out in her little bathrobe, and I'd be so excited. And um, then one day she came out, and she's like, do you live here? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, oh, is this your family? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh. And then I that's when I realized she didn't know who I was. Yeah. And I cried and cried that whole day, and then I finally realized that, I've got to get a hold of myself. Yep. This is our new reality. Yep. You yep. know? Yes. And it's hard when you finally realize that they don't know who you are anymore. That is difficult because your relationship your whole life has been intimate, yes. right? Uh, and feeling that love and that support mm -hmm. and that, you know, that um, just acceptance and awareness yep. and everything. And all of a sudden when that's gone, it's really hard. 
So I yeah. understand what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Gosh. Oh. So the sandwich generation and illness, you know, you know what that's like. So w- after we moved Grandma in, my daughter um, came down with a disease that um, started to affect her face. Uh, it was called scleroderma. And so we found ourselves needing to take her to Seattle for treatments. And I didn't have anyone um, local family wise to help me. And it was like, I can't take grandma with me because it's too hard on her. And yet I have to be with my daughter. And so I had to humble myself and ask for help, which was one of the hardest things (laughs) for me to do. (laughs) So I had to ask for help because... Uh, you know, what do you do? I get it. So I called my pastor and I said, is there anybody that could come stay with my grandma so that I can, we can take our daughter to, to children's. And so, you know, over the course of time, there were people in our lives that helped us through that. And so I, um, during her service, I was able to honor those folks because it does take a, a, a village it does. And, and that's the thing. In our society, we really uh, don't have, on paper, theoretically, there's a lot of help out there. But you know what? The reality is not so much and certainly not the quality of help that you would like. You know what? We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and pick it up right there. OK, so go warm your tea up and come right back. Excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game? And that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those noes to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. There is a place where seniors can go to meet with advisors on a one-to-one basis to educate and help them find viable solutions in their retirement years. That place is Savvy Senior Strategies. They provide tips, tools, and strategies to help your dollar go further and to help make preparations for the future. Everything from housing to medical issues and so much more. Proactive planning is essential to peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Contact Savvy Senior Strategies today at SavvySeniorStrategies.com. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Okay, we're back. And it's so good 
again to have Tammy Rutledge in the studio with me today. She is such a loving, caring person, and we're, we're sharing and we're talking about her background because it leads into her, her business, which is Savvy Senior Strategies. So Tammy, when we, when we took break, uh, we were talking about what you were starting to discover and realize, having lived through sandwich generation with your beautiful eight-year-old daughter, needing to take her to Seattle for treatment and how to deal with helping grandma because grandma, it was too stressful to take her with for her, you know? And so uh, we, we, if you will, started talking about the fact that you had to reach out for help and that was hard, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I experienced going through that too was uh, that as much help as theoretically is on paper, it's not really there for you, not not in the way you really need it. And so anyway, I've, I've been through a lot of that too. So tell, take us through the hospice and the, and mm -hmm. the dying, and then we'll come back to... Okay. Because you, your business helps people now. Right. Right. So grandma started having, I, I think, maybe many strokes. I'm not really sure what happened a couple times. Um, she wasn't able to speak or feed herself. And so hospice got involved, and... I was really thankful because then I had a nurse come every two weeks to do meds and blood pressure check and all that. But I also had a bath aid, which was really helpful because I found that grandma was getting to the point where she would make every excuse in the book why she didn't want to take a shower. And oh, yeah. I I'd, I'd warm up the bathroom for her and everything. And, you know, one day we kind of had a little confrontation Um she wanted to get, uh, she did not want to shower, and I was trying to get her in the shower, and that's when I realized, okay, it's time for me to have someone else do this, because it was getting kind of heated. <laughs> she was dead set, and got, she was not taking a shower, and I was starting to get a little angry, and I'm like, okay, we're going to have to, we're going to have to do something different. Yeah, because you can't afford to get angry, no. really. You know, they're ill. And, exactly. And yet, there's still grandma. Right? right. There's still that beloved, very close, intimate person. Yes. And again, taking care of mentally disabled people is 10 times harder than mm -hmm. just physical ailments. Oh, my goodness, yes. Because we have to really put a lid on our own emotions. Yep. And that that is so taxing. It it's is hard. so hard to do. But it's so important to do. And I had both mom and dad, so I totally get what you were going through. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so hospice was really, did you find them really good? I did. Yeah. Um, one time, something happened with grandma. I don't even know what it was. And I called hospice, and I said, someone needs to come out. And the nurse that came didn't even know me, but she could tell that I was, like, at the end of my rope, just sure, sure. worried. And the first thing she did was gave me a hug. Oh. before she even went in to see grandma. How and, wonderful. And, they get it, don't they? Yeah, they do get it. You know, it. it was so amazing. And, um, yeah, I can't say enough good about hospice and the volunteers. You know, they come and give you a couple hours of break so you can go shopping, which I hate to shop. But, you know, when you're stuck at home, even grocery shopping sounds kind of fun, which, you know. It sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. You know you're really yeah. desperate when you want to go grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though, you know, um, it, it, and it's so wonderful to have hospice, I found as well, uh, was actually in some ways much more helpful 
than the ordinary stuff that's available to you. And, um, you know, I know that, gosh, there are lovely CNA, CNAs mm -hmm. available. However, not they're not all trained in really quality care. And I found myself having to kind of retrain people every time anybody would come in uh, to help even for a little bit. Ay, ay, ay. It, I mean, it, what it does is it takes the caregiver out mm -hmm. from the stress of having to deal with other people, right, who are in the business, but they don't always do things like you really want them done. Or, again, they don't know your loved one like you know your loved one. Right. And the deal you have with them. And consistency is very important for a, a senior who is mentally uh, disabled. That consistency. So, mm -hmm. you know, how you change her panties, that whoever's helping you needs to know how you do it because that's important. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and you know, I found that, you know, when you're caring for a senior and I, I figure grandma was probably about three years old, you right. know, mentally by the time she right. moved to our house, she was more like a toddler. And, you know, every, every uh, few months, you know, I'd have to look for new ways to keep her safe because yes. she would be losing more and more of her ability to reason. That's Not what just I... even reason, but to, yeah. you know, up and down and safety issues right. and, but to me, that's like, mm -hmm. you know, the, mm -hmm. the reasoning, the frontal lobe yeah. can go nuts so real quick. Uh, my mom lost her reasoning ability. That was one of the first things uh, that went for her in the process of Alzheimer's. And it's really a tough one. It is such a tough one because they don't know how to make good judgment calls. You know, like... <laughs> they can't even verbalize sometimes what's going right. on. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, all right. So I want to... All right, so I want you to touch on the service and honor mm -hmm. uh, and that grieving process. Mm -hmm. Well, hospice told us um, they, they had it pretty much nailed down to like 24 hours that she was going to pass away. And um, so, you know, we knew within a few days she was, you know, getting mm -hmm. close. Yeah. So my uncle flew out, and, and we basically just kind of waited. And it's probably one of the worst things you ever have to do is – watch and wait for your loved one to die it was very difficult but it was really interesting God kind of put um, on my heart to play like soft hymns in her room and yes. just make her room very peaceful and um, just quiet and peaceful mm -hmm. and but he had me singing songs to her yes and yes. I was like okay this is really weird I'm singing hymns but it was comfort it was comfort for her and it was comfort for me and um, the night that they thought she would pass away I spent the whole night in the room with her and it was probably the most difficult night of my life because I was alone with her everybody else was sleeping and she had a very bad night and she labored all night, night long, and about two in the morning, I called hospice. I didn't know what to do, and there really wasn't anything that could be done. But they knew I just needed some comfort. But she passed away at seven a.m. She just went from laboring really hard to she was gone with yeah, no yeah. no transition, and it was like one minute she was laboring, and the next minute she was gone, and it was it kind of shocked me at first. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, you know. My mom went very similarly because she had aspirated at lunch and. Uh, and and again, I was always going in singing hymns to her, mm. and I had left my album with the nurses to play to her because the things on that album she loved. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, 
yeah, the music is so important. It is. And feeding feeding them comforting truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and those beautiful old hymns. Mm-hmm. My daughter was with mom at the very end, and I said, Debbie, what did you sing to mom? And she said, Mom, I didn't know, so I asked God, and he dropped softly and tenderly in my heart. I didn't even know if she knew that song, but I couldn't let go of it all day long. Because I was in Hawaii when mother, when this was coming down. So Debbie took my place, got in bed with her, loved her, stroked her, prayed over her, loved on her, sang to her, did everything I would have done. God takes care of details Mm -hmm. for his loved ones. And, oh, my goodness, you know, she just, she did everything I would have done, and I'm so thankful for that. So, yeah. And then at the service, you know, and you wanted to honor her and honor the people that had helped I you, did. Right? And yeah. and so the um, I went to a little, little flower shop in town, and I bought a, several different kinds of um, single-colored roses. Nice. Different colors. And I picked out some. I didn't even know how many. I just picked out some. And uh, I gave one to my husband, my daughter, myself, and my uncle to give to my grandma because we did a family viewing. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. on Saturday, we had all these other roses left over. And we put them in a vase. And then during part of the service, I asked the people to come up who had helped me with grandma. And I asked them all to take a rose as my way of honoring them and thanking them. And I had exactly enough roses for everybody, and there was one rose left. Ah. And I left it in the vase on the altar, and the pastor gave it to me. Oh. I know. <laughs> it was just wow. unbelievable. It was just so Again, cool. God intervened. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so, so lovely. Wow. So that whole thing. And that grieving process, I know for me, I had to take a whole year off of my writing and all the stuff I was doing. I still I still did some coaching, but I basically had to step back from mm-hmm. the nutso you know, schedule I was keeping and um, and just grieve and get get past because I lost mom and dad together at the end of 14. They passed within six weeks of each other, and that was really hard. Yeah. But um, I'm so thankful that I was. I I was there holding Dad's hand when he left, and I'm so thankful. Mom didn't know me anymore, but mm. but again, God provided through my daughter that familial, loving presence of mm-hmm. my daughter, and then I had the privilege of holding Daddy's hand when he passed, and I'm so thankful. But then I, like I say, I had to take a year off. You know what? I want to talk about your new beginning and new certification and what God has dropped in your heart to create savvy senior strategies. Um, let's just start talking, and then we'll have to take a quick break, and then we'll, you know, we'll <laughs> we'll come back and and really get into it. But so, how did how did the new beginning start for you? Actually, it took a little bit. I took a year off basically to grieve, just like you said. And my daughter was the one who was instrumental in helping me get back on with my life. Um, I used to sing for 25 years in a ladies' group. And that that year, my daughter said, Mom, you've got to get back out there and start singing again because we sing to seniors. And I said, I don't think I can. I don't think I can keep it together. And she goes, Mom, you need to sing this year. It makes people happy. It makes you happy. And so I took my 12-year-old's advice and I went, I started singing with my group again, and that was their turning point for me to kind of get back on with life again. 
And right. I know, isn't it amazing how a 12-year-old daughter can be so wise? Well, yeah, that's why we need each other. You know, seniors Absolutely. need young ones, and young ones need seniors. Mm -hmm. We need each other, and our churches and our society in general wants to separate. And I think that is so such a bummer because it's not right because we need each other. And the beautiful cultures, that movie Coco just ripped my heart out because it was so beautiful. Uh, it's all about family and forgiveness and so forth. And and the thing is, you know, you, you see this beautiful Pixar movie and they're showing the, you got the grandma Coco sitting there with her daughter who is a grandma and, you know, and her daughter and her daughter and so forth. And it was, it's just, it's the way it, was designed, if you will, mm -hmm. because there is such wisdom and love and care from a senior to those children. It's just amazing. You know what? Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those noes to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253 951 3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. There is a place where seniors can go to meet with advisors on a one-to-one -one basis to educate and help them find viable solutions in their retirement years. That place is Savvy Senior Strategies. They provide tips, tools, and strategies to help your dollar go further and to help make preparations for the future. Everything from housing to medical issues and so much more. Proactive planning is essential to peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Contact Savvy Senior Strategies today at SavvySeniorStrategies.com. That special touch of God's excellence in you. special touch of God's excellence in you, that special touch of God's excellence in you. Okay, we're back, and we're, we have the privilege of talking with Tammy Rutledge of Savvy Senior Strategies, and Tammy, when we took the break, we were talking about the new beginning, because mm -hmm. you were grieving Grandma after having you know, been so involved with her, actually your whole life, right. and care, caregiving and dealing with having a daughter and, a, and a, an elder that needed your help. So the new beginning here, so here your background is in basically insurance mm -hmm. and caregiving. I mean, <laughs> right. those two put together. Right. <laughs> so what, so when did you start Savvy, uh, Savvy Senior Strategies? Uh, 2014. Um, I had I kept my insurance license because at that point I was over 50 and I knew that's going to be hard to find work. 
And so I thought, well, keep my license. And, you know, if worse comes to worse, I'll fall back on that. And what ended up happening was I got a phone call from a gentleman wanting to know if I'd like to learn about Medicare. And I didn't know uh, anything about Medicare, but I thought, sure, why not? You know, so uh, I got involved in that and really found that I, you know, it's not the insurance part I like. It's what I really love is just sitting down with uh, a couple or a senior and just figuring out what is it that they need and how can I help you? And, um... It's really, it's been a joy, and actually, even though, uh, you know, insurance isn't necessarily my favorite thing in the world, it's a necessary evil, I guess you'd say, and people are so happy uh, to talk to me. They're so happy when I leave because I have taken this big burden off of their shoulders, and my vision for my business was to be able to offer even more than just that because I do have a lot of practical life experience to offer and so my vision was to have a bigger um, offering for my clients for my for families a place where they could turn to if they didn't know what to do or who to call I wanted to be that person they could just call and say Tammy I'm having this problem with my grandma or my mom and do you know where I could get help about this certain situation or that certain situation so um, I also recently took a course uh, it's called uh, certified senior advisor and it's it took me several months to work through it but the really nice thing about the course was it it addressed all these types of issues legal and financial and medical and hospice and medications and social security and VA and I mean it just went on and on and on all the issues that seniors uh, have that people don't even know you know what to do about and so not to say that I'm the expert but at least now I feel like I have a really good foundation and at least some ideas of how to help people who are don't know where to turn right and and that's I know that's your heart and and the thing is again God has given you everything you need because you have walked through the fire of caregiving Mm -hmm. and mental disability and that's one of the tougher ones uh, but you had to learn about, you know, the, the power of attorney and yeah. all the things that you have to have in place. Right. And, oh, my goodness, did you have to do a spend down with Grandma? No. And actually, okay. my grandma was such a smart lady. She had her power of attorney done, her will done. She wow. prepaid for her service. Um, she had everything lined up so that all I had to do was, you know, enact things as her health declined. Wow, that's great. Mm -hmm. Mm Because a lot of times people wait until they're in that decline and then they don't, oh boy, it gets gets tricky because you have to then, oh my gosh, you have to have a doctor declare them incompetent to be able to set that up. Oh, yeah, you really need to, Mm -hmm. uh, if I can say anything today, it's pre-plan as much as you can while you're while you're still able to do that it makes it so much easier on your family members who are going to be caring for you I mean I was so thankful that grandma you know addressed those things head-on and had everything in place for me and you know that's one thing I'm going to definitely be sharing with my my folks is get these things done beforehand because if you wait till they're incompetent that is a whole nother oh it's another whole ball game Mm -hmm. I know it because I yeah yeah we were able to just by the hair on our chinny chin chin by the skin of our teeth get that all set up uh where I you know could be power of attorney Mm -hmm. for for mom and dad actually Mm -hmm. but anyway um so tell me Tammy who is your ideal client 
Um, two, two, I guess. I would say one would be the, the people that are getting ready to turn 65 and they're getting ready to go on Medicare and they don't know what in the world that's all about. That's my uh, favorite thing to do is kind of sit down with them and help them figure out what is Medicare and, you know, what do you do about it and how can I help you with that? But I guess also I would say to those fa- sandwich generation, those moms that are caring for kids and grandmas, you know. Or ma- kids and moms. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, you know, anybody that's kind of caring for someone and they just don't even know, they've got issues going on and they don't even know where to turn. Um, Those are the type of people that I also would love to help. Yeah. Uh, And certainly spouses, parents, Mm -hmm. grandparents. You know, there's, uh, I have some uh, girlfriends, uh, older girlfriends from Bible study years Mm -hmm. that are now struggling with husbands that are mentally Mm -hmm. declining and Wow, that's another, I mean, oh gosh, you know, caregiving on any level is really a challenge and people need help. So if you are in that position in any shape, fashion, or form, get a hold of SavvySeniorStrategies.com. Go online, get, and if you can't go online, get somebody that will go online and uh, and get a hold of Tammy because she can really help you. Tammy, what's a phone number uh, that, that people can? Yes, it's 360-791-1562. Yeah. So again, I'm going to repeat that. It's 360-791-1570. Senior, or pardon me, Savvy Senior Strategies. I keep wanting to put senior (laughs) first, but SavvySeniorStrategies.com or call her at 360-791-1570. It's so important to get, uh, and you'll love Tammy. You just sit down and she'll just make you feel at home and take you through everything that you need to know. Then you can make some wise decisions. That's so important when you are uh, turning, you know, when you're turning 65 and you have to have supplementary insurance and you don't know which way to turn, you need help with that. If you're caring for a loved one, you need help with that. And certainly, you've got to think about pre-planning. Those Mm -hmm. of us who've been Mm -hmm. through caregiving, we, I mean, I jumped all over pre-planning for my husband and I because I didn't want my kids to go through any of the stuff that I had to kind of, you know, beg, borrow, steal, plead with my dad to get things set up because mom was incapable at that point. And uh, oh, so I helped him. But it was a, it was like pulling teeth because he didn't want to deal with, you know, uh, end-of-life services or end-of-life, what do we do, right? And I said, Dad, I'm going to be a mess. I'm going to be a toast puddle, so don't do that to me. You know, don't add that on top let me know what you want now so I can we can get that in place because it's gonna be hard enough when you and mom pass holy cow right <laughs> and it was but I'm so thankful that he finally decided to pre-plan because it really saved my bacon it just did you're, you're emotionally so involved and it saves a lot uh, it really does ah <sighs> So helping people avoid the pitfalls Mm -hmm. so they are not blindsided. That's another thing that you do for Mm -hmm. them. You know, tell me a little bit more about that. Um, Yeah, I guess, you know, some of the things I would say is 
document, document, document when you're oh. caring for your loved ones. Yes. And especially if you're a power of attorney and especially if you're in charge of any kind of money, document, document, keep your receipts because you just never know what uh, might happen down the line. Um, when people die, it seems like um, sometimes family members, things just happen. Well, and I, I can speak to that too because I had uh, family members that basically wanted to throw me under the bus and I had documented and I had saved everything so I could prove that I was okay and mm-hmm. that mom and dad were okay. Uh, it's amazing what loved ones will they just will turn on you and it's like really you know where were you when I was changing panties and having to deal with mom digging your fingernails in me and yada yada right they weren't there they did not understand but yet they would they thought they could come after me like oh man anyway don't get me started <laughs> but it's important that people know that you are a go-to person to help them understand what it's like, that stuff is going to tend to come up that they didn't think was going to come up. Mm-hmm. I never would have believed in a million years that my siblings would have come after me, but boy, they did. And holy cow, I mean, gee, even dad in his demented state, you know, was, he was basic, well, anyway, mm-hmm. he, he was telling stories out of school, right? That, but they were all lies. They were, none of it was true. And, and my brothers didn't know enough to realize that, I guess. They should have known better, but they didn't. And so anyway, that was very painful. That mm-hmm. was a huge betrayal and very painful. And I would have loved to have sat down with you ahead of time and known what to expect. Because I, after the fact, found out it's a common story. It is. And I mean, wow. So anyway, Tammy, it's been so wonderful to have you here. Thank you. And uh, any last thoughts in this last 60 seconds here? I just treat my, my clients like family. And yes. I, um, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an advocate for them. And it's not about me. It's about what can I do to make your life easier? What, what tips and strategies? What can I help you with? And yeah. um, just giving, getting that peace of mind and having someone that understands. Um, and I'm a good listener, too. I know you are. You are a love. And and the fact that you have Jesus within you makes you Amen. that much more of a loving, understanding heart. And I so appreciate you. I appreciate getting to know you. I appreciate what you do. Folks, you've got to get a hold of Savvy Senior Strategies and sit down with Tammy and have a conversation. It'll save your life. It really will. Please get a hold of her. She's at 360 360- Seven nine one one five seven zero. Until next Sunday, and next Sunday is Easter. Until next Sunday, God bless you, and you have a fabulous day. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Play radio to Coma's radio station. KLAY Lakewood Tacoma on 1180 AM. Trump legal team. I'm Ann Cates. President Trump may kick out more than 20 Russian diplomats after a former Kremlin